0: Wanna know where this is going, Billy? In the garbage, right into the freaking garbage.
1: Hello and welcome to this episode 2 of fast custom shirts amazing masterworks podcast sponsored by DWN productions here at boygob.com Number two, Joe, first ones in the books. How you feeling about it?
0: Uh feeling all right, Tom. Feeling all right. Uh I know you're feeling right because you got together with a couple of your buddies on uh on a Houston bridge the other day and uh you know just made your political views and uh well just your views in general known to the greater area of Houston <laughs> I'm all up for free speech tom so whatever whatever you want to do on your yeah. just don't they bring it onto this show okay
1: they didn't uh, think it was as funny as we did <laughs> it was meant to be a joke you see <laughs> because it was the ridiculous the ridiculousness of the situation is this is this really ha- yep <laughs> it's happening <laughs> yeah uh, that's some crazy fucking shit huh
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wish i could say it surprised me you know but uh yeah whatever uh do you so think was it was really like
1: some do you think it was like some real racist people Or some people, like, trying to set up racist people.
0: A little. Yes. Uh, She got to
1: be pretty brazen to go out and do that. But it's, oh, no, we're trying to set up the Trump supporters. Or, oh, no, it's a prank, bro. (laughs) You got to be kind of really brazen to go out there and be like, "Yep, let's wipe this shit up. like it's texas you fuck shit's never been white what the fuck are you talking about right
0: you know especially (laughs) that area but uh i don't know how was the rest of your week tom aside from that little prank you did
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh i hope we get some views from then be able to monetize this finally Oh, shit. I don't know, man. It was uh, it was another week of working. Yeah, I feel like I didn't get enough done, but maybe I did. Uh, Fucking like I've been trying to pour these AXE masks, but since it's been colder, it's been taking like a day and a half for something that would normally, you know, cure overnight. Right. So that's been going fucking slow, so that sucks dick, and fucking, I guess everything's at a fucking slowdown mail-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, shit I've ordered, to, and shit I shipped two weeks ago, I haven't gotten, they just got, so, shit's crazy.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm also, you know, I don't know if I'm gonna go in tomorrow. You know, it it might be pointless to go in because uh, the inks in this weather get real fucking hard and they don't cure properly. You know, I have to sit them under that flash dryer for a long time and the shirt will burn at the same time that the (laughs) ink's going to cure. So it's pointless. And if they don't cure long enough, it just fucking washes off, you know, like one wash and that shit's going to look like garbage. So I don't know. I'm at a... I'm on a good pace on my schedule, but yeah, taking two days off, if it stays like this, uh, will really set me back some, you know. Uh, I don't know. It's colder in that shop than it is outside. The the only thing I'm not contending with is wind, you know, but it doesn't really, it doesn't really help a whole lot. So, I don't know. Never
1: invested in that heater, huh?
0: No, no. They've got (laughs) big ones that look like a cannon you know, that heat up, like, supposedly a whole warehouse, but they're they're pretty pricey.
1: No, uh, you just get one to keep by you. One with wheels on it, so you can just wheel it around, so it'll be, like, where you're working. Because you can't fucking heat that whole goddamn place not, you got there.
0: It's too expensive to do that. But even those little ones, they don't really do much shit, you know? Uh,
1: mm.
0: Yeah, I've got... Uh, I've got a small one that Lisa gave me that's about this big, and it does better than the the big ones. I've got two big ones in there. Those don't do shit. You pretty much got to fucking sit on those things to uh-huh. get any, you know, and uh, I don't know. That's not very comfortable. Depends on who
1: you ask, I guess.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, there's that. But I did bring home uh, – a flash drive of other files that I've been working on and stuff so if need be I can still get some stuff done here at the house it's just not that as convenient is- to see
1: be- yeah it's a few degrees colder up by you and like the inks and shit after they warm up are you able to reuse them
0: <clears throat> some of them there's a few uh that when they dry out like that they're uh they're just fucking garbage they're going to get too hard and they're You know, hey, there's 90 bucks I got to throw away. Hey, this one's only 65. You know, it's just a matter of going through them and figuring out what's what. You know, luckily, the ones that do dry out, uh, I don't need them very often. But as soon as they dry out, that's when an order is going to come in. You know, hey, we would like this neon traffic green ink. Oh, yeah, the fucking dry one. Okay, sure.
1: Yeah, fucking, uh, I've never, it never happened, I swear, it's never happened to me before. But, uh, latex, like, that shit gets destroyed when it's fucking freezing, I guess. I don't know what happens, but I'm not hopefully gonna find out
0: either. Hopefully not, man. Yeah, because like you said, uh, I know, I think this is the first year that UPS has taken, uh, Martin Luther King Day off. But Finally! I think, uh, with the weather there's going to be delays anyway. Cause shit, there's just a little rain and those fuckers are like, Oh, you know, there's a delay on your package. Hmm, of course there Damn. is.
1: UPS is usually pretty good around here.
0: Ah, not so much here.
1: Yeah. Damn. I, I even know my dude's name. He's a good dude. Shout out to Alec. You're the real MVP.
0: All right. Yeah. Thanks. you. I'm sure you listen. All right. <laughs> yeah. But that's it. That's it. Just, uh, working and then preparing for more work
1: yeah i got a uh, a few more masks uh made for trans world i got all the like big pieces out of the way for the most part i fucking i went through uh goodwill the other day and it was like cash only and i said oh fuck so now i got them to go back next week and get a couple shirts i need for this thing but uh Closer I get, the more it's like, oh, I don't care. I don't want to do this. I'm just <laughs> going to count it all as a loss.
0: It's a long time. And that's what you said a week long or close to it?
1: Yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, which is fucking weird because Sunday's some fucking weird out, like the damnedest shit, Joe. It's like 10 to 2. I think those are the Sunday hours.
0: Four hours. Right.
1: Yeah. So I, we'll see. I mean, I'm not selling anything. I'm just making like a handful of stuff and taking orders and praying for the best, I guess.
0: Yeah. You know, and people don't really start moving early on Sunday. You know, they don't like, oh, shit, you know, there's a Trans World show we got to get to by 10. You know, I don't know. That's, yeah, that's weird.
1: Yeah, we booked the uh, hotel for that night, too. Because so, I just don't want to get in the fucking car and then drive four hours. And <laughs> if I could wake up, get some all right sleep, and then wake up and drive all the way through, that yeah. would be ideal. Yeah, but, but we'll see.
0: Where? where uh St. We're... Louis. St. Louis. And how far away is that from you?
1: Uh, I want to say it's four or five hours shorter than going to Chicago. And uh, most times when I drive up to Chicago, I would stop around St. Louis or uh, Southern Illinois. Mm -hmm. So like the day we drive up there, I plan on uh, stopping the night before. And then like two hours or something away, and then drive into the convention center, dropping all the shit off, and then going to the hotel. Yeah, it's uh, we'll see, man. I'm not looking forward to it anymore for, for sure. But it's something I kind of got to do. So
0: yeah, best of luck to you. I mean, don't forget your flight.
1: Fun- <laughs> Yeah, dude, uh, February, it's just going to be like making flyers and banners and designing the booth and building the shit. Mm -hmm. So, we'll see, dude. I'm going to make it look presentable and hope people will trust me enough to blindly give me money. But I'm sure if you look on the internet, it'll say like, oh, this guy's been around a while. So, yeah, fingers crossed.
0: Always. So, I only watch two things other than the shit we we're supposed to watch. So, I'm sure you've watched more than that, correct? No, I've only watched three. Alright, fuck. This will be a shorter show, which, that's great. Uh, yeah, so you lead it off.
1: Well, Joe. I watched the uh my first 2024 movie of the year. And uh that is destroy all neighbors. This is the new shutter joint show.
0: This is the Alex Winter movie?
1: It is. Hmm. He plays Tom Savini in it as sculpted by Gabe Bartalos. Uh it's you won't like it. I'll start off with that shit right off the bat. Uh it's a horror comedy. Definitely more comedy than horror. Uh some cool art in there. It's Gabe Bartalis's shit, like I said, and I dig his stuff. So uh a lot of his shit's in there. There is some gore. There's a cool corpse puppet in it. Uh stories, a bitchly ass neighbor. He's like a prog rock guy. He makes prog rock music and shit he's working on his album and then he has this fucking muppet that moves back uh next door and he's just making all kinds of ruckus playing all kinds of music and the guy's such a bitch he won't go over there and say hey can you turn it down so he kind of like bangs on the wall a little bit and then they get into a skirmish or whatever uh it just it ends up he I'm sorry. I'm it's getting late guys. <laughs> so the second time this shit happens he goes over to the guy's house or the apartment. And they kind of get in a scuffle and the neighbor ends up accidentally dying but the bitchly dude takes it a little too far and cuts the body up and tries to get rid of it and then he kills some more people and he ends up seeing like the apparitions of these people or maybe it's really these people like, uh, like you know how Frighteners is with the ghosts yeah that's kind of how this is with the people he killed and he just wants to finish his album before he goes to jail. So,
0: Tom, for uh, the listeners, viewers, slash whatever, that may, may not be in the know, what what is Prog Rock?
1: Uh, it is for a very specific audience. I can say that shit. Uh, the little bit I know about Prog Rock I got from the Venture Brothers. Uh, One of the people who made that shit has a band, and I've heard that. And I was like, yeah, you know, this is okay. I'm not going to listen to it every day, but yeah, this is all right if you're in the mood for it. I guess if you're on fucking mushrooms just hanging out on the couch or some shit. (laughs) But uh, yeah, it's like, uh, it's not maybe like electronic fish. Does that sound... Kind of like a. Yeah. Shit with a PH, that is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the fuck they are because I've tried to listen to them, you know, people of some, oh man, it'd be like, you got to listen to these guys. And fuck, that wasn't for me at all. Whatever <laughs> the hell that sound was, that was just garbage. And they have a huge following. They've got like the Grateful Dead type following that people like follow them around, literally follow them from fucking concert to concert and shit just sucks uh prog is short for progressive rock and what that means i don't know but i guess some of the bigger bands uh would be like yes but that's more like commercial they're even you know they're they can get radio play like early genesis before phil collins joined the band they were a prog band and nobody's heard any of that shit because it wasn't uh radio friendly. I would say it's not even people friendly. You know, it's just I don't know. Assholes putting music together, you know, that they think is smarter than everything else. It's weird shit. It's a weird. I don't know. It's not for me.
1: Yeah, uh this movie isn't for you. The dude did come off bitchly and weird. <laughs> so it's not like a guy you could get behind because he's kind of a fucking wiener. But I wasn't even really like, ha, ha ha this is hilarious. I mean, there were a couple, <laughs> but it was more like, yeah, it's a goofy feel and the gore is goofy. And like I said, I like Gabe Bartolos's shit. So, I mean, all that.
0: Bart Hollis?
1: He did, Uh, he's a special effects dude. He did like a, a leprechaun. That'll probably be the first thing you know, the leprechaun makeup.
0: He's the one and then who, like maybe Severin released something. Fuck yeah. Skin Deep in
1: Saint Bernard.
0: Yeah, there you go, Saint Bernard. Yeah.
1: Sevenfilms.com. Head on over there and pick those two movies up. But uh yeah, so I like his shit. So I mean that was cool to see and like there was fun gore and everything. It was all right. I liked it. Uh I'll have to live a lot longer for me to watch it again. But uh, you know, it was all right. If you like horror comedies, check it out for sure. But uh, yeah, there's cool stuff in there like the zombie puppet. That's cool. I really like that. Uh, it just wasn't goddamn Alex Winner's kind of annoying in it and I guess he's a fucking midget <laughs> cuz when he's on screen with this fucking other guy, he's like half his size. So, and, like, fucking, uh, his character's like this, bro, and talking like this, let's all make fuck. So, if that gets annoying to you, then that's, uh, like I said, not for you, for sure. But, uh, yeah, it's, a uh, it is what it is. That did get kind of, like, played out for me or whatever, but it was fine. It's, it's a fucking Muppet fuck, so, I mean... They're supposed to have goofy voices, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> well, Tom, uh, in an effort to learn more about you, you know, I uh, went back to the well of Italian horror and watched another Mario Baba movie. And this one's called Black Sabbath. You've seen this one, haven't you, Tom? No. Uh, This is an anthology-type movie, you know? We watched a bunch of those at one time, you know, and uh, haven't... Shout out
1: to Jason Unleashed.
0: Jason Unleashed. Uh,
1: Hope you heal up and all that good stuff, buddy.
0: Haven't watched a whole lot of them since, and uh, I guess I'm reminded why, because most of them suck. You know, most of them are just garbage. This one, in an effort to appeal to the masses, to horror people, even at the time, this was made in 68, they brought in old Boris Karloff to introduce the stories. And I'll tell you this. uh, If he ain't wearing the Frankenstein makeups and shit, Boris Karloff ain't shit. No, I take it back. He can read a story. He read The Grinch pretty damn well. But, uh... Mad Monster Party? Yeah. He's not much of an actor. He can't do much. <laughs> right? But uh, he has
1: that voice.
0: He does have that voice, Tom. Uh,
1: <laughs> he fucking sounds like he walked around asking people if they want to get
0: sucked. <laughs> or, or perhaps you're nuts licked? You know, something like that, uh... Uh, okay, so this thing's got three stories. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what they were. Not very good. Okay, the first one, it's this nurse. But she lives in like a fucking castle or something. I don't know. They call her one night and say, hey, so-and-so has died. Can you come help us out and then, uh, do like preparations on the body and stuff? Goes, yeah, yeah, whatever. She's a real bitch. Uh she heads over there and notices, like, this lady. What this lady did, she was, like, uh, she would do seances and stuff for people. You know, got that mystical element. And her face looks all kind of weird. Dead face lady, you know. She fixes her face up, closes her eyes, and takes a ring off her finger, you know. Hey, she's not getting paid enough. She figures she'll take a little something extra and uh, takes the ring, goes home, and then at night, like water starts dripping here and there, and the water's driving her mad, Tom. And then, oh shit, there's the ghost of the lady, and she's got the fucked up face. Ah, uh, now she dies of fright. And somebody that comes to check her body out takes her ring, Tom, takes the ring. So it's a whole cycle that's never going to stop. Uh, luckily, this uh, segment's pretty brief. Move into the. Segment the second story after Boris Karloff comes in and says some. Bullshit. Well,
1: let me cut you off there, Joe.
0: <laughs> On
1: these old anthologies, the first is usually the best one.
0: I don't know because like I was reading and it said like when this was done in Italy that the stories were in a different order than they were <laughs> in America or that they were from Germany. They just like, eh, let's just fucking mix them up. Um the second one, Tom, is about a lady. that's living at home by herself. Her husband recently died, but now she's getting crank calls from beyond the grave, calling <laughs> her, you know, "Hey, you bitch! Hey, I'm coming for you!" and and she uh, calls over a friend, you know, to explain. And this friend, they're a little close, Tom. You know this. Uh, these two ladies, and you know, that's that was very common in Italy at the time, I guess. Uh, in America, hey, you had to keep that shit secret, but uh, and is this lady a prostitute now that her husband's it? I'm not sure, it's a bunch of weird shit. Maybe some of it was cut for the American market that I don't know, but it sucked anyway. You know, um, I don't even remember what happened at the end. Maybe I think she, maybe she died, whatever, didn't matter. Then we go to the last story, and it's the longest one in the thing. And uh, in this, not only does Boris Karloff introduce it, he's in it, Tom. Fuck it. Let's let's use this guy. We got him here in Italy anyway, you know. And this one is about a Verlidoc. You know what that is, Tom?
1: I do, but for the ignorant fucks out there, let them know.
0: That's, that's some, I don't know, Scandinavians, Germans, or whatever they call a vampire, you know. So there's a history of Verladocks in this little village, you know, and so this guy's been missing, hunting the Verladoc down. And uh, this stranger rides into town and he's like, hey, I found this dead body. And oh, that might have been a, killed by a verladoc, you know. And anyway, Boris Karloff comes back into town. He's acting all crazy, you know, and he's looking at his grandson like, like he wants to fuck his grandson. It's weird shit. And he puts his grandson on his lap, and the mom takes him away real quick. And he says, crazy line in this movie. Can't a man fondle his own grandson?
1: What? No. Not what? I I don't not in America.
0: Not at all. I mean, yeah. I, I get that this takes place in Germany or whatever. And the Italians are probably just didn't like the Germans after that whole, you know. Not like, not just
1: no, but fuck no.
0: Right, um, fuck no. Anyway, he uh, they're thinking.
1: Cancel it, Boris Karloff.
0: <laughs> is this guy a Verladok or what? And uh,
1: sounds like it.
0: That he is. He kidnaps the kid and rides off with him. Ends the
1: only kid- good Verladoc's a dead Verladoc There, Joe.
0: And the only thing with this story that's worth the shit is there's maybe two or three good visuals in it. And there's one where like the vampires, the Verla ducks are standing at the window, you know, I was like, Oh, that looked cool for a second. And then there's a scene where the kid's back and the kid's like, mommy, mommy, open the door. let My me... bottom hurts. And, you know, it's like, Hey, I think uh, Stephen King watched this and was highly influenced by this because this looks straight out of Salem's Lot. So, uh, yeah, I always thought that scene in Salem's Lot was kick-ass, but I didn't know it was a a rip-off from shitty old Black Sabbath. Uh, This movie sucks. This is the second of the Mario Bava movies that I've seen, and all these horror, horror uppity fucks will tell you, oh, yes, Bava, the colors, and... And the structure of the lighting. And you have to watch it. You have to appreciate Baba to truly appreciate horror. Fuck them. This dude sucks. You know, this is the second of his movies. I got two box sets of this guy's shit that, you know, that I'm going to have to go through at some point. Hopefully it gets better. I don't think it is. Because these are, this one, Black Sabbath, and the one I, I reviewed before, they're his two famous movies. Most famous You know, what else is there? I don't know. Not looking forward to it. I'm going to watch something else. Uh, Maybe not. Maybe I'll go. I don't know. But uh, fuck my Mario Baba.
1: You know what else those people would probably say? They'd say, oh, no. Fondled meant something else back then. Leave the guy alone. And I would say no. I would say hashtag cancel Boris Karloff.
0: Cancel Italy. Fuck yeah.
1: (laughs) I'm going with that one first. (laughs) Oh, shit. Well, at least this not good movie wasn't fucking named for one of your uh, favorite bands or anything. So that doesn't tarnish it.
0: The other one was Black something. I can't even remember the name of that. That's the other... Famous, famous one about the witch and
1: fuck, Yeah, dude, cancel them all Black Sabbath, what about African American Sabbath, you racist Pieces of shit that's God a- damn, cancel the earth Hashtag Cancel um, E-M-all Make it, you know, sound A little cute
0: <laughs> Oh shit, Joe Black Sunday, that's what it was
1: American Sunday, please. Or at least European American Sunday. Please. Oh, fucking hell, Joe. It doesn't matter. I gotta talk about them all anyways. I was gonna say no. I wanna talk about this one for Just get them out of the way. Two more to go. I watched Rabid Grannies*. This is a uh, trauma distributed movie. And uh, it reminds me a lot of uh, Dead Dudes in a House that I just talked about a few weeks ago. Because there's a lot of fucking movies like this, Joe. Group of people go to a house. Somebody in the house gets possessed by a monster. And they're picked off one by one. Until somebody survives, but the spirit or monster's back in their car while they're leaving. Oh my God. So it's that, and the monsters are like demonic old ladies that kind of look like fucking testicle monsters with fucking Verladoc teeth. It's a fucking British movie, so they're all mates, blokes, and birds squawking and speaking how they tend to do. Um, there's a lot of gore. There's a lot of practical effects. It's okay. Uh, the editing is really fucking weird. It's almost like uh, the editor was from the lighting department and nobody told him, <laughs> or they just didn't get the coverage they needed to edit it properly. So, uh, like, that's kind of off, but it's okay. If you like low-budget fucking monster splatter people in a house movie, it's another one of them. Uh, Vinegar Syndrome recently put it out. I was thinking about getting it, so I was like, all right, let me go back and watch this one first.
0: So I was joking, say, oh, so this is one of Troma's partner labels. But, uh, yeah, there goes that joke. Fuck. (laughs)
1: Yeah, and uh, Vinegar Syndrome released uh, Dead Dudes in the House, House on Tombstone Hill, whatever the fuck they're calling it. So, I mean, these movies are the same fucking movies. One's British, one's American, one's like an old lady, and the other one's two old ladies that look like testicle-headed fucks. But, I mean, it's just the same movie. Like, they're both fine. They got the gore and everything you want out of a low-budget fucking... uh, Direct to video horror movie, but it's not like, fuck yeah, Rabbit Granny is, it's whatever, it's okay. (laughs) I won't be getting the Blu ray anytime soon unless I like find it on the floor for 10 bucks or something. (laughs) Then it all depends on what special features are on there. Say, talk to the monster people or anything like that. Oh, yeah, mate. Me uh, me bloke just whipped out his testicle, started sculpting away, put, you know, one of those funny little plastic vertidoc teeth on there just as a little joke. And he said, oh, mate, that's a piss. You should do that for real in the movie. And I said, yeah, I will. These fucks don't care. And that would be what I paid $20,000 or whatever the fuck it's going for on their website to hear. And you hear you're here for free. So yeah. Enjoy yeah. that.
0: got nasty we was making. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm. Well Tom, going through uh more and more of the stacks of movies I've yet to watch. I busted out old cop game. Look at this poster. Holy shit, look at that, man. This guy's on the phone, but he's got his gun, you know. It's like, fuck, I'm going to shoot you right through this phone. Uh, You got this other guy here that's supposed to be like a Vietnamese guy, but he's Filipino because this is another Italian movie. Bruno Mattei. Mattei? Mattei, I don't know how you say his name. I don't think anybody else does either, but he made these movies that were supposed to be a Vietnam mom. Vietnam type movie but they're filmed in the Philippines. So this one Tom it's at the end of the Vietnam War and uh, there's an elite troop that's going to killing off you know they're they're just busting in on uh, the first kill that they make they bust this gay pool party, you know, just a bunch of dudes sitting around in a pool, you know, sitting like really close to each other. And it's Vietnam. yeah, so and then they kick in the door, and there's this uh, just a guy you know, just sitting there, and he's a lady in like a hot tub. They just blow the shit out of him,
1: damn, they blew everybody. Oh, you said it was that kind of party, I understand. They the
0: balls and they're acting like they're getting shot, but there's no squibs on them or anything because they were like, and he's just in like uh, swim trunks, and she's in a bikini, so they couldn't or they didn't didn't have money for fucking anything. So they're just acting like they're getting hit. You know, they're like, oh, you know, and they fall back and, uh, well, shit. What's going on? Who's killing these people? I don't know. Let's call in this guy that's on the phone. They call him like he's on the phone right here and they call his partner, this other guy over here. Uh, this guy, and this guy doesn't talk a whole lot because his mastery of the English language is and all that great, but this, they're, they're both, talk dudes you know renegades military police and they're going to find out what's what you know they're going to go after this cobra unit or whatever and bring them down but there's more to this shit than uh they're being led on to believe so maybe some of the upper ups are hiding up some secrets or something maybe definitely maybe the KGB is involved Tom Shit. That would be a surprise because that happened in his last movie too, though I'm fucking I remember what that was called. But uh unlike his last movie, this one is stupidly entertaining. You know, turn off all your fucking logic because when they do explain what's going on, you still don't understand what's going on. Uh it's got a crazy car chase scene that uh, they're doing some impressive stunts. You know, the cars are going on the side, rolling like that. But the guys that are in it, uh, the two main guys and the guys chasing them, they just show them like the old school, you know, they, you know, how they just have the the console, the car, and the thing. And he's just turning this way the whole time. Every time they show him, he's turning that way. And then, of course, you see the driving. but Of course, they're not doing shit. They're just like leaning this and... It's impressive and shitty at the same time. It's pretty good. Uh, A lot of stock footage that eats up uh, the runtime to make it a feature-length film. Uh, There's a catchy theme song. I've already forgotten it, so I guess it wasn't that catchy, but they play it like four times during the movie. Uh, For Bruno Mattei, it's pretty good, you know. This is a uh, severinfilms.com you can get this one and this one's not streaming anywhere so you got to buy it if you want to watch it you know Fuck yeah cop game I kind of recommend it not fully recommend it it's definitely not for everybody it's stupid shit but uh it gave me a few laughs never going to
1: yeah. watch it a <laughs> few, uh, few months ago Old Ty posted a trailer to my wall. He's like, oh, shit, this looks crazy. You got to check it out. And it was old cop game. And then I found out, oh, this is a bunch of wop shit. I'll never watch this. However, for Christmas, Ty did get a Blu-ray copy of Cop Game from Severin Films. Ah <laughs> uh, I don't will he ever watch it? I don't know, but
0: uh, it's not great, but it's got some shit you know that's like, wow, this is fairly ridiculous, you know, like some guy just defending himself, shooting people away, and guy just walks up right beside him and stabs him in the back. <laughs> it's like you fucking saw him come. It's just stupid shit like that, you know, it's just ridiculous shit, and there's some shit that said, that's uh, that's funny, that shouldn't be funny in today's society, so I won't be repeating any of that. Well, just one. No, no, it's not.
1: <laughs> what kind of words did they use to describe what?
0: I don't remember. Is <laughs> it
1: the dementia or?
0: Top game. Uh, I'm not recommending it, but give it a watch.
1: Unless you're one of those people that Joe can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, this one was pretty good, Joe. Man, you know what fucking sucks about it getting cold out like this? It's cold. It's <laughs> after lips. Mm. Dry skin. Mm. Especially on the tip of your wiener. Oh. Well, Joe, I watched my first Shaw Brothers movie. Do you know about these guys? I do. They're allegedly like some kind of perverts or something, from what I hear. (laughs) Do you ever hear this?
0: No, but I believe it.
1: Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's just something I've heard recently. It might have been a a Quentin Tarantino interview or something I had on. Can't remember.
0: There but
1: uh maybe. I don't know. I wasn't there. Anyways, Joe, I watched the hit motion picture. The Boxer's Omen. Have you heard of this one?
0: Uh, yeah, I think I have a copy that I've yet to watch.
1: Joe, you'll fucking love it. This is uh, this is about some dude who's uh going to train uh some fucking place because old Bolo beat the shit out of his brother in a boxing ring. So now he's going to go off and train to beat the fuck out of Bolo. However, he's called by spirits and signs to this Buddhist temple where uh, they train him to be a badass fucking Buddhist guy who does magic and shit like this to fight fucking demons and fucking witchcraft and shit. This movie is fucking crazy dude uh you know everything i just said doesn't come off like this movie's full of fucking monsters and gore it's ridiculous but this movie is full of fucking monsters and gore and it's goddamn ridiculous uh man if you're gonna watch it you should fucking i'm not guess i'm not gonna say a whole hell of a lot because The shit's fucking ridiculous, and there's a lot to fucking laugh at, both intentionally and unintentionally. But uh, if you like movies like The Seventh Curse, this one's right the fuck up there. Uh, This movie was really, really fucking awesome and entertaining. Every so often, a movie will come along like, ah, I'm glad there's still great shit out there that I haven't seen yet. But unfortunately, the only way to get this Blu-ray is to get, like, the Shaw Brothers Volume 2 set. Oh,
0: the Arrow expensive set? Okay. So I
1: kind of want all this other
0: shit. Yeah. Uh, No, when they were releasing these back in uh, in the kick-ass Best Buy days when they carried everything, uh, I've had this for that long. Like, I picked up this one and another one from the same line called A Calamity of Snakes, which I also still haven't watched. Uh, I'll look for them.
1: If you want to watch it, it's on YouTube. Oh, so okay. that's how I watched it. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm not saying you personally, but the collected yeah. you, Yes. But yeah, it was uh, good shit. Uh, One, I'll just give you an idea of what kind of movie this is. So, uh, The Monk, he... uh, This one guy, this fucking guy, wannabe boxer, he was picked to be this dude because the monk who was before him, who was doing this, died... And that was his bro- his twin brother in another timeline or another life or another universe or something. <laughs> so his ghost brother would like fucking come to life. In the fucking Buddhists didn't bury this guy. So they just have like his mummified body just sitting there fucking crisscross applesauce. And it'll come to life and look all spooky from time to time and talk to this dude. But uh, there's a point where this dude wants to talk to the corpse. And uh, he's like, oh, why won't you answer me, you prick? Every time you want to talk, I'm here. But now that I want something fuck you, and it's just this foam prop body there that doesn't look that good, and he starts choking it and slaps it across the mouth. (laughs) God damn, everybody go out and watch The Boxer's Omen. It is fucking awesome. Like, I thought it was just going to be like some fight movie when it first started, I forgot where I saw this, but someone was just like, oh, you gotta check this out. And I put it on the list and it started out just like a boxing movie. It's like, alright, well old Bolo's in it, so at least there's that. Yeah. And holy shit, it turned into some fucking crazy-ass monster gore movie and it was fucking awesome. <laughs> would recommend. Not for a fucking Hundred bucks on sale though, and go jump in a lake with that shit.
0: Fuck that. Fuck those sets that they're putting out. That's all I watched.
1: Oh shit. Hey
0: Joe,
1: huh? did you know that if you, yes, you. Walk down the right back alley in Sin City. Might be able to find a thing or two.
0: Yeah, I've heard that a couple of times now. Um, Sin City, a dame to kill for. That's what we're watching. And Tom, this is my first time watching this one. You know, I
1: mean, you watched a little bit last week.
0: Yeah, I did watch a little bit last week and I was. Thinking, oh, I'm watching Sin City because there's some striking similarities and there's some striking differences. Uh, and it was like, hey, man, I liked the Sin City comics. How come I never watched Sin City A Dame to Kill for? Oh, because it took a long fucking time for them to make the sequel. And by then I didn't give a fuck. And nobody else gave a fuck either, apparently.
1: I gave a fuck, Joe. I saw it in theaters. The week that it was in theaters.
0: Did you watch it in 3 D? No. Okay, because this was a 3D movie. You know, when when that was like on the big comeback or whatever the fuck. Uh, And I didn't know that as I was watching it until afterwards. I said, oh, maybe that's why it looks so shitty. Aside from, you know, maybe they spent less money too. Maybe they tried to rush this production when they finally got, you know... Hey, it's taking us this long to get the fucking script done. Let's just fucking let's get it done. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.
1: I had some questions too, there, Joe. And uh, you know, I was like, hey, I got the DVD. Great. There's always commentaries and making of and shit. Mm -mm. No commentary. You don't want to say shit about this movie. All right then. So, I can only assume it was uh, a severely Less budget and uh, this one
0: now, uh, like one of the things that bothered me a lot about this one is uh, and we're not even getting the story yet, we're just talking mm-hmm. about the is uh, the snow. The snow looked like shit, and I thought in the first one, hey, that looks pretty cool. You know, that was one of the things I thought was a nice little trademark. There, there's snow and rain. And here, it just looks fucking garbage, man.
1: Uh, yeah, if you're saying this was made for 3D, thinking about it now, I'm guessing it has to do with the layering.
0: Yeah, like to The way same.
1: it doesn't, yeah.
0: Yeah, it probably looked cool in 3D. I'll never know.
1: Thinking about that shit now, like it does have that look that lends it to be a little cheaper if you're not watching it in 3d and while i was watching this i was thinking oh man, hey they're doing something different with the lighting here you know making it look a little different and stuff doing some lighting effects because there's a lot of scenes where like a pool's reflecting light and shit yeah. and i was like oh man that looks pretty cool all right, now that you're saying it was made for 3D, <laughs> that kind of makes more sense. So they have things that are visually coming out a little bit.
0: All the contrast and shit. Uh, speaking of contrast, in the first movie, like we had, and in the comics too, we had very little that wasn't black and white, just something to accent, you know, like some lipstick or the yellow bastard. You know, somebody's eyes, but it was done sparingly and it was cool. Here it's all over the place. There's probably not, you know, one fucking scene. Well, there is one scene in particular I can think of, but that doesn't have like an extra color here and there. You're know, like, oh shit, the streetlights in the back are fucking green and red. That serves no fucking purpose. What the hell's that for? You know, everybody's got something going on where there's color and. I thought it was just distracting. I thought it was shitty. Uh maybe again, yeah. make it look good in 3D, but didn't look good on my TV.
1: And there's more skin tone that bleeds over and a lot more characters. Uh, kind of like how those fucking uh posters were yeah. for the first movie that came out, which I never cared for those. Like, what the fuck is with all this skin tone in here? and they really fucking overdo that lady's curly-ass yellow hair. It's yeah. like it's fucking glowing. I really tone that down a little bit. But, uh, yeah, this one, uh, it looked like it should have been directed DVD, but now knowing that uh, it was a 3D thing, then it makes sense, and I understand the look a lot more now.
0: Yeah, uh, now the stories. uh, The dialogue isn't any better than the first movie. In fact, a lot of it's worse. Uh,
1: Well, to be fair, it should be said that the best stories were used in the first movie.
0: Right, yeah.
1: So, everything they have, I guess, would be second tier.
0: But I think A Dame to Kill For was maybe the third in-city story that he did. Um maybe i don't it's been a long time since i read that shit you know it throughout the movie there's some shit that's cool you know there's something there's something that stops me and it's like hey that looks really fucking good the uh you mentioned the pool scene like where she's swimming and it's just her contrast you know with with little ripples in the water that looked badass uh some other things here and there but uh But overall, it doesn't look as good as the first movie. And like you said, the the whole shit, you know, that we saw already. We already saw Mijo go ahead and and kick people's ass and slice this. Well, not
1: this one. This is a different Mijo.
0: Mijo, yeah. Uh, So yeah, and then we had uh, a different person playing Minut because the guy from the The original dude couldn't be bothered to come and uh, do the role again,
1: huh? I think he died there, Joe.
0: Yeah, he was dead. Uh, (laughs) But I thought Dennis Haysbert was really, really good uh, in the role of Manute. And I don't think... uh, What was his name? Michael Duncan Clark? Almost Michael Clark Duncan. (laughs) Clark Duncan. I don't think he could have pulled off the dialogue as well as Haysbert did. It's shitty dialogue. But he's making a real effort to make it sound good, you know. And he's doing with it what he can. I, I thought he's a, you know, he's a fucking big guy too, so that worked. And the scene with him and Marv again, it's Marv that steals the show. Their fight is pretty fucking good. Uh, and even Rain's nudity is excellent, you know. But uh, but there's not a whole lot uh, to carry through this one. It's long. You know, I did catch myself like checking how long this still thing it, it had to go, you know, checking the runtime, you know, cuz uh, it got tedious. It got a little bored. <laughs>
1: I thought uh I thought this one was pretty good. I liked the story with old Tommy coming back into town and being a gambler and shit and then uh things just not going well. I thought that story was pretty cool. Uh, I don't know what the hell happened to the, uh, the makeup there, but, uh, Marv looks like all those years of drinking caught up with him Yeah, and it just settled in the face.
0: Which they did. Definitely. Uh,
1: yeah, he looked very, very puffy. Like he was on his period or some shit. Yeah. So. That was kind of distracting just, you know, watching these movies back to back. But, I mean, it's I guess it's kind of like when you watch a new Jason, Michael, or Freddy movie, the look kind of changes from each one and shit. Mm-hmm. So, maybe you can think of it like that, but I don't know. Mark just looked like a bloated-ass fucking drunk in this one. It just looked off.
0: So, like, the whole... uh Dame to kill for story, the thing with Dwight, you know, they make a big out of saying, Oh, I got this thing inside me that I can't just let out, you know, and he goes and fucking yells on a cliffside and shit or what. But we never see that. That never comes to fruition. Yeah, he went and fucking did his thing, but it wasn't like, Oh, that's, you know, that's nothing special. You know, I thought he was going to get like Marv type violent, but uh, that was something they set up. That they didn't fucking deliver on. Uh, Nancy, I could give a shit about. You know, her whole quest for revenge or whatever. Well, that was all made
1: up just for the movie.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, it shows.
1: uh, (laughs) And it kind of doesn't make sense. Because uh, unless Marv is like a ghost that she's seeing. Just like her invisible friend or some shit. I mean, Mark
0: took out a lot of the guards before she even rolled in there
1: yeah and the guys in the alley and shit I mean dude's dead
0: right
1: yeah the electric chair dude's fucking dead I mean they didn't set it up like he was a ghost it was set up like he's there and there was never some payoff to be like "Ooh, he was a ghost but I mean that's the only thing that makes sense
0: Yeah, yeah. it doesn't make sense. Not at all, not at all. And she uses Marv, the one guy that cared for her still, you know, that respected her as a person. She fucking uses him, you know?
1: Or did she? Because he was a ghost.
0: Because he kicked everybody's ass, you know? Uh, Yeah, it doesn't, I don't know, man. (laughs) Now, they had uh, Evil in there, which I thought was cool. A cool thing from the comic is uh, Frank Miller was kind of making fun of Wolverine and had, like, a guy with, you know, looking all old and with gray Wolverine hair. They kept him in there just for, like, little glimpses. Uh, yeah. I'll... They
1: hired Stacy Keach to be a hair-lit guy under heavy prosthetics. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit Uh There was something else I was gonna Fucking bring up too (sighs) Trying to think of it But you know how it is
0: It was probably about how you don't know how to Shuffle cards (laughs) Not like that Holy (laughs) shit
1: Uh Oh, fucking Powers, I'll jam fucking spiders down your mouth, you little bitch booth. He's in it a lot more in this one, and that dude's always fucking awesome. So that was some good shit. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I like this one. It's not as good as the first one. But uh, I mean, for the most part, you know, I was in it. I was watching it. Sure, Dwight, when he comes back, kinda looking like Clive Owen. You're just like, what the fuck's going on here? Oh yeah, he's supposed to look like that guy. I understand. But um uh, yeah, I mean I still like it. It's just uh you know in the in the horror movie world it's a it's a cheap slasher sequel, I guess. But
0: Yeah, that's a good comparison. Yeah. Well, Tom, since uh, since I was impressed by Dennis Haysbert's performance, thought we'd stick with Mr. Haysbert for a little bit. And I looked up some movies that we can watch, you know, that are streaming here and there. And the first one is called Battle Dogs.
1: And who is this?
0: He played Manute. Oh, the insurance guy insurance guy yeah I'll yeah
1: say, yeah. All,
0: yeah yeah that guy I was like Manu wasn't selling insurance <laughs> <laughs> you said battle dogs called so battle dogs with a Z <laughs> and then after that uh there are two Dead Rising movies based on video games Dead Rising Watchtower and Dead Rising Endgame. All three of these films are on Tubi. <laughs> Keeping it horror, you see.
1: <laughs> Dead Rising, what's the second one?
0: Endgame.
1: Oh, shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> and this is animated?
0: No, these are live action. Yeah.
1: Okay, and Dead Rising's a zombie game, he said. Yeah. Sounds familiar. Well that's good, Joe. February's coming up. February with a Z, you see.
0: Yeah, February.
1: Fuck. I was gonna say February's. Mm. You like whipping,
0: Ah, uh, not really. Mm. But no, actually this month, Marvel this month, way back then in nineteen seventy nine, Marvel two and one with Spider-Man's and Red Sonia. Sounds stupid as fuck, right?
1: Sounds kind of
0: erotic. This is the best Spider-Man story that they've published yet. And it mm-hmm. has art by John Byrne and he's inked, I think for the first time here by Terry Austin. That shit looks incredible. That is Highly recommend this. If you find it in a dollar bin, pick that shit up and check it out. Uh, over in Peter Parker's Spectacular Spider-Man's, it continues the story. Again, drawn by Frank Miller. Uh, we see more glimpses of the art direction that he would take later on, but not the shitty art direction he would eventually take on. Uh, Stories just, it is what it is. Spider-Man's is blind again. Daredevil's helping him out. And uh yeah, what they beat the Marauder at the end of it. And then they fight Carrion, some fucking, I don't know, zombie guy. It's a fucking cliffhanger. Carrion fucking beats up uh the White Tiger. And then Amazing Spiderman's Tom. Uh
1: Before we get into Amazing Spider-Man, I just uh thought of something about the Boxer's omen. Uh huh. I wanted to bring this up, but I forgot, you see.
0: Edit it back in. Say it now and then edit it back in.
1: We'll see. I <laughs> I might be able to do that. We'll see. But uh, there was a scene in it that I actually thought I was going to fucking puke. I've never fucking watched a movie and be like, oh, this is making me sick. But part of this black magic ritual some of the ingredients needed to be chewed up, spit out, passed to the next guy, chewed up, spit out, passed to the next guy, chewed up, and spit out, and then the first guy got it back and chewed it up and there were there weren't cuts, Joe. <laughs> they were fucking doing that shit, and I wanted to puke all over my fucking boots. God damn, that was disgusting. Highly recommend the boxers open.
0: That's Chinese. They were in it all the way. They were gonna sell all that. it. Mm-hmm. Uh Amazing Spider-Man's uh J. Jonah Jerklin is pissed. 191. Because Spider-Man's killed his son, the astronaut werewolf boy. Didn't really kill him, but he thinks he did. And what's he going to do? He's going to write an editorial. Front page is going to be mainly text. And it said, Spider-Man killer. So wait a minute. Is that the person that killed Spider-Man? Because that's what I would get if I read that headline. But it doesn't matter. Uh, He said, fuck it. I'm going to go back to the Smythe guy and uh, get a new Spider-Man player because it's worked so well in the past and he's gonna kill Spidermans mans with that. Well, as we know, of readers, Smythe was the one behind all this. You know, he's dying and he wants to take Jerklin and Spider-Man's out with him. And uh so yeah, whatever. I don't know. Something goes on in the personal life of Spider-Man. Oh he gets tickets or he's gonna go cover Tut's tomb some shit. But uh, I don't know. He gets handcuffed to Jay Jonah at the end, and some kind of weird gay BDSM thing that Smythe set them up, and that—that that pretty good revenge, you know. I'm gonna take pictures of you guys handcuffed, you know, and uh, expose. <laughs>
1: and put a bunch of kittens around them just so they get the point. <laughs>
0: And he's gonna go take those pictures to the other newspaper in town that's hiring all the people from the Bugle, and uh, that's it. That's our cliffhanger. Like Spider-Man, Amazing Spider is the worst of the three <laughs> Spider-Man titles, on. and well, you know, I'm probably even Spider Super Super Stories, which was like the Electric Company. That one's like just like kids, kids type stories. That's probably better than this shit too. Uh, yeah, this should be the fucking title that Marvel would want to make the best, you know, aside from fantastic four, their fucking flagship, you know, those should always be the people they have top tier talent on, but goddamn, Amazing. Mm, no.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was another one hmm. spider slayer was pretty easy to beat yeah and fucking left us in a couple pages and that was like the big story oh the last of the spider slayers that was the that- old cover story oh, yeah <laughs> fucking oh it's, it's crawling up the wall next page oh it's crashed and dead now oh, all right let's go fucking i don't know hang out and Smythe will yell at us, I guess. <laughs> I need my pills. They keep me alive. They keep me alive pills. There was a pretty good issue. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joe, you like lists?
0: No. I don't like lists, so. but I was voted to keep on doing the list. Uh, overwhelmingly, people want us to keep doing this list because they love it, you see. Unlike me, I don't. And uh, But I'm not focusing on that. Either. You're not focusing on that. I
1: love it so much. I go on somebody else's podcast. Shout out to the Horde cast, and they say, "Hey, let's do a top five. And <laughs> that's how much people love that shit.
0: It was a, it was a good episode, and uh yeah, you were on Tom until you were not, until you were from, and then dropped out a couple of times. That's uh, why we don't go live anymore, right? But good shit. Uh, but yeah so... i don't think
1: they got the joke of you being my oldest friend
0: no they didn't that kind of <laughs> went a little you did though i did you, yeah. <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> yeah. so you know in, in an effort to keep tom alive a little longer i'm trying to make things for him you know and and One of his resolutions for this year is to be a more positive bloke, you know, not to be such a grumpy grump. Speaking of
1: resolutions, already knocked number one off the list.
0: Was that the this whole prank you did over the weekend? Oh
1: no. <laughs> oh that that would have been painting, right?
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: because of the banner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was uh this was a hard list, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and still I don't really think it's that good. Because I'm a miserable fuck, you see.
0: <laughs> so our list for this week is uh things that make us happy, you know, things that bring us peace and tranquility in our lives, you know, bring a, a little bit of a smile to the old noggin here, you know, and uh, at number five, and this is more of a, like, in a fantasy world, you know, but not having to do a list would make me very, very happy. You know, and one day, that's something I still have to look forward to one day. <laughs> oh.
1: My number five is going back to sleep. You know, and you you wake up, and you're just like, oh, fuck this, I'm going to go back to sleep. And then you fall back to sleep immediately.
0: That's one of the easiest things to do when it's cold weather. Also, you know, (laughs) fuck, I can go back to sleep. Yeah.
1: (laughs) One of the worst things, though, when you can't fall back asleep.
0: Fuck it. Guess I'll get up. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. But try to stay positive, Tom. Try to stay positive. Uh, At number four. I have art shit that I want to do, you know, kind of makes me happy. And, you know, whether it's drawing, especially doing the metal work, because that's all, well, I had done some commission stuff, but the majority of it is shit that I want to do. Uh, I got to design a, a few shirts this week while I'm waiting on UPS that, uh, that's shit I wanted to do. Not Nobody requested it. It's not for a fucking, uh, uh, custom work or anything. It's just, you know, some shit I want to have fun with. And I forgot what that was like. It's nice, Tom. It's nice to just sit something down and do something for me. That hopefully somebody else will like and buy. Oh Joe.
1: My number four is kind of like yours. Where it's like, oh you know, you finish a project. And you end up liking it. Because that doesn't happen all the time when you make something. I don't know if you're like me. I'm just like, ah, could have been better. All right, let's hope somebody likes it. (laughs) But when you finish something and you like it, hey, that's pretty awesome. Unfortunately, that means it will not sell.
0: Probably, but I don't know.
1: At least you had that fleeting moment of happiness.
0: Yeah, that's important. Mm-hmm. Doesn't pay the bills, but it's important. Sure. At number... Sorry, I saw like an ant or something.
1: <laughs> I think that was a La Cucaracha.
0: And now, like, I'm looking around, I'm just seeing, like, little things move wherever I look, but there's nothing really there. It's just, like, I don't know. Anyway, uh, at number three, reading. But specifically sitting outside on a night and reading, Tom. That just, like, brings me peace. Tranquility. You know, I enjoy doing it. Sitting out there with a good book or a, an old comical book, you know. It's nice
1: so you wanna fucking puke
0: oh, fucking words
1: <laughs> oh my number three sitting down maybe having a nice cool beverage and watching a a good movie or an entertaining movie either ors fine not like that pussy reading shit hmm and you got your hands free so you can drink when you watch a movie, you see. That's what men do.
0: At number two, Tom, I like uh, firing up the grill or the smoker and barbecuing, you know, so I can just sit out there and maybe even read a book and drink a beer at the same time while I'm doing that, Tom. And it's, uh, it's nice. And then when the fucking barbecue comes out, perfection, as it usually does, when you, then that's even better.
1: If I thought of that one, it probably would have been on the list. So that is a good time. However, my number two is even better than that, Joe. Make it sl-
0: balls in the oven. It's pretty good too
1: At least once a week (laughs) But no Joe It's puppies Just puppies They're good stuff right
0: Yeah they are At number one I have Spending time with family But Spending time with family just on like a regular day, not like a on a fucking holiday or an event like a wedding or a fucking funeral. You know, it's just like a regular day that you can sit down and just talk with the family. And, you know, it's kind of kick it, as they say, as the kids used to say.
1: Those kids. Mm hmm. Joe, my number one is spending time with El Familio. (laughs) For the whites out there, that's the same thing Joe said. But in parentheses, mine says getting blown slash fuck session. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Joe, to keep on the uh, tradition of great lists, let's do uh, things that make us want to fucking puke. In honor of the good old boxer's omen. (laughs) Oh, one more thing I want to talk to you about, if you don't mind, and we'll come up to something and everybody will know at the end of it.
0: Probably get canceled after this next list. (laughs) So, uh,
1: we can, uh, you know, live stream this after it's recorded Hmm? and not have to worry about that. So, do you think that I should live stream it as soon as we're done and uh maybe I can edit while it's being streamed or whatever or should I wait to live stream it like 7am in the morning or should I live stream it sometime Monday night I mean it's still going to go up on boygob.com after this like the Audio podcast is always the first thing to go up, but since we're not going live anymore, and it legit took about a fucking hour and some to upload the last episode to uh YouTube, so if I can just stream it there, then that'll save that time. Do you have any input on when or if?
0: Uh Does it matter numbers-wise? Like, like, when you... uh when you put that out there
1: i tried to look that up like uh if people get more hits off a live stream or an uploaded video didn't really get much information uh this last one that i uploaded the episode it got about as much views as the uh other ones that were live stream
0: like the episodes yeah so i guess that Not- there's difference in that it wouldn't matter really when you post it i mean fuck it if you're up you can just hit a few buttons just fucking do it then and there so it's done with you know on your end
1: well i mean i can schedule it i don't have to fucking you know run to my computer like five minutes before i want to live stream it or whatever like I can schedule it to stream at a certain time and it'll come up like hey live stream and everyone will think we'll li- we're live but we're not
0: yeah well maybe like uh like you said 7 when people are on their way to work if they want to listen to it then you know that's a good time so it's like 5:30 you know when they're fucking leaving work or whatever you know not that we have big numbers or anything but you know
1: all right. So, uh, I will put it up for, uh, 7 a.m. Central Time. And for the time being, going forward, if you want the, uh, video feed, maybe I can live stream it to the Facebook page too. So, I mean, I can do it to both, uh, the things. So, I guess if you want the live, the live stream, it'll be back, but now it'll be at 7 a.m. unless, uh, People hit us up and say, hey, you should do it at this time, which, you yeah. know, I kind of asked on the Facebook page, but nobody gave a fuck. So that just tells me we should stop doing this shit, Joe.
0: Hey, whatever.
1: PWMProductions.net <laughs> masks, bust props, custom work. Uh, yeah. I think I'm booked up till about March and we'll see how that goes after that. But might be something on the website you want. Uh, Still taking orders. And who knows when you're fucking watching this. I might be free and in desperate need of work. It'll be more than happy to do whatever custom job you seek. So dwnproductions.net. And then after that, you can go to
0: customshirts.com, check out all the shirts I have to choose from. I'll be adding more this week, next week, the week after that. And you can always hit me up for custom work, even though we're busy as fuck right now. Uh, we'll get to you. I mean, shit, you know, just fucking send it over and we'll see what we can do. We'll figure it out. Fastcustomshirts.com, DWMProductions.net
1: everybody enjoy your week thank you for listening and hopefully we will be back next week for more of whatever this is and until next time boy god